I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour two of VSIN Final Countdown coming at you live from the South Point in Las Vegas. I'm Stormy Bonatoni. He's Matt Brown. He is. Stretching uh, and groaning and doing some weird I things just here. Trying to slide back over too fast or something, you know. First the hamstring yesterday, now, now this. Lat, you're never, you're never gonna kick lat, that field goal. Lat injury. For anybody who missed it earlier, apparently mm-hmm. our guy Matt Brown here is about a year and a half due for a field goal wager that We're has just somehow not gotten done. So it is. We are preliminarily scheduling it for after the NCAA tournament concludes and before the Kentucky Derby. Yes, that's what we've decided. <laughs> that's what we just, that's the window. You're, the, that's that's a, the window. The window is between the NCAA tournament, March Madness, and the and the Kentucky Derby. I that's, received, a, that's a good window. I received a text message from one of our wonderful producers here at the network, and he said— We happen to be bearded. It's possible. Uh-huh. Who said that he, um, you know, broke in a football for a dang hour, and you have yet to do your end of the bargain on this, so— yeah, I don't – also, well, we'll talk about – we'll talk about why it's breaking into that football. It, my, that football is still not – that football still not broken in. I don't think he did – I don't what? think he did a real 
job, a we'll good see. job of it. We had to remind him about doing it in the first place. He had just left it in his trunk for like two weeks. <laughs> well, that means it's warm, right? Because like in yeah. Vegas, it got warm in the trunk. Yeah. You know, that's that's you know what you stole need. it really for two weeks. That was two weeks I couldn't train. <laughs> couldn't train. Well, yeah, that was two Ew. weeks I couldn't train. He stole the ball for two weeks. You need help, and actually, mm-hmm. we both need help for a few of our futures wagers that are mm-hmm. coming to the brink here in Week 18 of the NFL. Um, so at each quarter, we were kind of doing our check-ins of where some of our futures bets were, where they were looking. A lot of things have already cashed for us. A lot of things are dead in the water, but we have some stuff that could really come to fruition week 18 this coming Saturday or Sunday. So let's talk through some of your needs first and foremost. Uh, One of which is pretty interesting because you're going to cash a bet no matter what in this Titans Jags game, but you, I, I would think you would want the Titans to win more because of the value of the bet? I don't know. Nah, nah. I don't know. I don't really care. It's, it's, I mean, it was just a weird, yeah. It, it's just a weird. Because one's plus 290 and one's plus 125. That's the only reason that I say it. Yeah, I mean, so this was, obviously, you're looking going, dude, what are you talking about? It's, it, this is, you're being results-oriented out there. It's because I thought the Colts were going to win the division, all right? So, like, don't, <laughs> like, don't sit here going, like, what are you doing? How do you bet, like, make that bet? It's like, because I thought the Colts were going to win. That's how that, that ends up, like, don't be results-oriented. But, yeah, so. Uh, Jags, you know, to finish second in the South, I thought that they were going to have a, a pretty good, like step forward year this year, but the Colts were going to be the kind of clear winner of that division. Obviously that is not how that played out at all. So, uh, yeah, you know, that, that's, that one's hanging out there. I mean, look, the Eagles, when I thought was, was definitely home, of course the hurts injury, it hurts me in more ways than one, right? Not only from his MVP standpoint, but from this one as well, right now it comes down to a they they have to, a must win situation for all that. This Adam Thielen thing was just it's just so brutal. So last week they have like just this no show against the Packers, right? He has one catch for 16 yards last week, right? To put me in this situation where he needs 42 <laughs> yards this week to get this done against the worst defense in the NFL where they have everything to play for and the Bears have nothing to play for. I need 42 receiving yards to get Adam Thielen over uh, over his receiving total for for the year. And then uh, Kenny Pickett on the offensive rookie of the year. I don't, I don't hate this ticket. Look, I think that there was a way that this could have played it played its way into fruition. Remember, Pickett ended up having to had to miss a, a couple of games because of injury somewhere along the way. I think if he doesn't have to miss games and they didn't have to go back to Trubisky for a couple of games because of Pickett's concussion. I think this ticket would have been much, much more live. And the the thought behind it was just, hey, look, he's a quarterback. They're going to want to give it to a quarterback. And he did look better over the course of the season. I think he would have gained a bunch more steam in this market had he not had to miss a couple of games. Kenneth Walker, now that he has come back and gotten healthy, he's the odds-on favorite yet again at minus 130 mm-hmm. in this market. Do you think he has that all but locked up, or does he need a 100-yard day? Like, what, what does he need to win this award? Because right now he's the shortest shot. Garrett Wilson, 2-1. to one. Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers quarterback who has only played a handful of yeah. games, the third shortest shot at four to one ahead of Pickett. Yeah, it, this 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 market is really going to be the most in, intriguing. It's been very me, volatile right? game yes, to game. It's been super volatile. It's been ping-ponging all over the place. It's what do they value as, you know, what what do they value as, you know, to to these teams? Because again, so the Seahawks are the only so the Seahawks have Kenneth Walker and they basically have relied on him 
to win themselves into a position to even be in the playoffs, right? I mean, like that was th- this team was certainly found a lull where they they got a re- some revitalization whenever he took over the position. Garrett Wilson has been awesome, but then now that team is like completely dead from the playoffs, so they can't even get in. And then Purdy, like you said, he's played great, and the team is certainly in a position to you know potentially even be the one seed if things all broke their their way. But he's only played a handful of games, so it's kind of like. It's really crazy to me is how this could mm-hmm. all how this could all work out. Also, shout out to uh, our girl Michelle and Graphics for making mm. these these awesome uh, foam finger graphics for each of us and what we need. So now's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I need the Dolphins to win this okay. week, and I need the Patriots to lose. Um, I have a, a ticket on the Dolphins to finish second in the AFC East, plus 165. I have the Pats season win total under eight and a half. Um, I, I, I mean, things are obviously made a little bit complicated here, similar to mm. your bet uh, when it comes to the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Now we have a, a Tua Tunga Vailoa and Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson situation on our hands for the Dolphins. Um, so the confidence factor isn't particularly high for both of those things to come to fruition. However, I do think that the Bills, we talked about it earlier in hour one, um, should get the job done against the Patriots this weekend. Obviously a lot of motivational factors um, playing towards that. And, and a reminder, we talked about it in hour one, but Damar Hamlin, it appears at least um, on a positive trajectory with mm-hmm. what he's dealing with, according to his uncle, who has been on a number of media outlets over the last 24 hours, but still in critical condition in Cincinnati. Um, but so those are my at least like team centric things that I need to have. happen. This one is this one could end up being brutal for you. So Justin Herbert. <clears throat> all right. So just first of all, my player pl- props in general, they've been very hit and miss because Mm. Christian McCaffrey, I was all about the unders eh, clearly on the wrong Mm. side of that one. Brandon cooks. I had an over on his receiving yards. It's that one's out the window. No, but I had a few, no sweat bets as well. Devontae Adams just soared over everything that I had for him. I did the, um, like, over yards and touchdowns combined for a three-to-one prop, and he's just, like, far exceeded expectations on that one. Same with Max Crosby and his sacks, Bobby Okereke and his tackles. But now we have Justin Herbert, and I needed him to have at least 235 pass yards to go over his season pass yards total of 4,700 and a half. And here's the thing. He's only gone under this number. In three games this season, unfortunately, one of those did include this past week. He was right Mm -hmm. on 235 the week prior. And in Denver earlier this year, he only threw for 238. You ready for the other scenario in this? So they play in the afternoon. That he pulls out? They they, they play, well, (laughs) well, you know, I don't know. That's a a personal question. Um, this This is an afternoon game in which the Cincinnati and Baltimore game is in the early window. And if Baltimore loses, then the Chargers are locked into their slot and cannot move out of the positioning that they are in, in which case they would then have the option to either not play starters at all or play them sparingly in so a limited So it's going to be fashion. tight no matter what. Yeah. And now it's going to be – there's a potential yeah. for it to just be in a – yeah. Yes. So this one could be just a complete heartbreaker because what if he plays the first half and goes bananas and throws for like 
205 yards in the first half, and then they just that don't play. That would be my luck because yeah. I don't win bets like that, right? Yeah. I always lose them like that, but I never win one. like. And then, okay, this is one that I do feel pretty good mm. about um, where I stand currently. Nick Bosa to hold his lead for defensive player of the year. I bought in, I want to say it was either a quarter at the quarter mark of the season or the halfway mark of the season. I got him six to one. Um, I really liked the bet, and now he's been the shortest shot. 49ers are a two-touchdown favorite in their game against Arizona this week. And I think for Micah Parsons to overtake Bosa in this category, he would just have to have a a bananas type of a day because this is another one of those markets that's been kind of like a week-to-week type of Mm -hmm. thing. But you've got the best defensive player on the best defensive team in the NFL this season. He leads the league in sacks. He leads it in quarterback hits. He leads with pressure. Um, So 17 and a half sacks, 88 pressures this season. Um, I think it makes sense for him to win it. Yeah. So I hope this ticket comes to fruition, but I mean, we leave it into voters' hands. I have a, I have the the under on Debo Samuel at thirteen hundred forty nine and a half receive rushing and receiving yards. Of course, that played. You know, we we take injury into consideration with some of this stuff, right? And he was able to. He had to miss. A bunch of different games. This would be the worst beat of all time because if he goes for 500 yards uh, combined <laughs> in this in this in this week, then that would suck to lose that one. That would be that'd be horrible. So hopefully that one uh, gets home for me. I have a nice little buffer, I should say, uh, in, in that one when it comes to Debo Samuel. And just remember that for next year, guys, when you're betting props. I mean, like you know. The injury factor is always in play, right? But and that's why I'm devastated because I thought Christian McCaffrey's made a freaking glass. Yeah, but his number was adjusted due to the fact that he has missed so many games. Yeah, his number still, was low. It wasn't low, 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 But it low, was low, low for low. him is the thing with all yeah, of that. Yeah, but still, I thought that it would be very, very easy for him to miss at least four games this season. I mean, he, he, he did even miss, when he got traded. He, like, he only played like a handful of snaps and still missed a game. Still still got him. Just, you know. uh, Cam Akers, is he going to win comeback player of the year now? I also have Cam Akers under. 1199 and a half rushing and receiving. Cam Akers has 682 rushing and Cam Akers has 93. So again, if I have an if he has a 450 yard performance this week, then I'll lose that one as well. So that would be uh that'd be rough. Cam Akers is yeah. the Rams offense. Yeah, so that would be brutal. <laughs> it won't happen. Don't worry. You're safe. Uh still to come this hour and up next Steve Buchanan of DraftKings joins the show. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visa's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on Visa, the sports betting network. Welcome back to VEASAN Final Countdown. Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown with you. We're going to keep our NFL conversation rolling along as we welcome in NFL betting analyst at DraftKings, Steve Buchanan, like we do every week. And Steve, I got to tell you, I just geek out like, Every Monday when I see you and Emerson ahead of the Monday night football game doing your little breakdown and stuff, like I'm like, I know somebody on TV so fancy. Uh, you are also all over TV, so you must get very excited when you see yourself <laughs> on every weekend. So I don't think that counts. Sure that, that... that doesn't count. We don't pay attention <laughs> to that. But That's I do. Right. I get so excited. You guys do such a good job. Thank you. No, we love doing it. We love doing it on ESPN. It's it's nice to see yourself too. My my kids don't care anymore. They're just like, oh, okay, whatever. They're they're over it. Oh, come on. Uh, I love it. Well, let's get That's in. What I'm saying. <laughs> let's get into some of your bets this upcoming week, though. There are a couple games on Saturday. One of which you are involved in with the Jags and Titans. Uh, winner of this game takes the NFC South and the four seed in the conference. What are you looking at? Yeah, this is for all the marbles here in that division, and I have no issue backing the Jaguars minus six and a half here going against the Titans. Jacksonville has been really good against the spread at home this season. They're four and two against the spread. They're covering by an average of almost five points in those scenarios, too, as well. This is an area they've really excelled in. Then you look at the Tennessee Titans. The last time they covered a spread, was back in week 11, November 17th against the Packers when they were three-point underdogs in that game. They would end up winning that game outright. But, I mean, this offense has just been struggling so bad. They haven't scored more than 14 points now in four of their last five games. And then really since the Jaguars came back from that bye week, it really feels like we're seeing like a different Trevor Lawrence when he's under center. Now he's been so good against almost every team. It feels like he threw for almost 400 yards in that win against the Titans back in week 14. Remember that's when the Jaguars dropped 
four, uh, th- excuse me, 36 points on that team. So I just have no issue backing uh, the Jaguars here, especially with all the injuries that the Titans are enduring right now. So I think this is just a great spot for Jacksonville to kind of wrap up that division and go and head to the playoffs. Raphael Devers, 11 years, 331 million with the Red Sox. Him and who? No him and who in in Boston? I mean, like, him and what? Where? Where? What's he going to do? Play by himself? Yeah, Ken Rosenthal just tweeting that out about a minute ago. 11 331. I mean, that, that was a move that, like, they had to make. I mean, they, that the yeah. Red Sox have had, like, literally the worst offseason <laughs> in Major League history that I can remember, like, the past five years. And just the PR nightmare it would be is if they didn't, if they weren't able to lock up Devers. But, yeah, so it's a move that needed to be made, and, and glad they were able to do that. Good night. I mean, who's he going to play with, though? I mean, like, seriously, he's there for 11 years, hopefully. He's like, hey, by year five, are we going to get some people I'll never around under- me or something? I'll like, never understand MLB contracts. Let's, let's Come on, what this. are we doing? Me neither. Uh, <laughs> all right, Steve. So we were actually just walking through because this actually has some implications for one of Stormy's season-long <laughs> prop bets. But you like the Chargers here as three-point favorites. However, we are looking at a scenario in which if Cincinnati beats Baltimore, then in theory the Chargers could rest their starters and not have to play. Are you, are you worried at all about that, or do you think even the B team for the Chargers could uh, could cover the three here? I think the C team could come <laughs> against the Broncos at this point. I mean, to the Broncos credit, they have covered in three of their last four games, but they're covering like these big spreads when they do so like eight and a half, 12 and a half. Those are the type of spreads that they're covering when they're a three point dog or less. They're only two and three against the spread. But like we mentioned here, the Chargers do have a chance here to clinch that pivotal five seed uh, with the win here against Denver. And that's very important too, because that's going to get given the winner of that Titans-Jags game instead of somebody like the Bills or the Bengals. So they have a much softer path through the playoffs if they do get that five seed there. Uh, Like I mentioned, Denver has been better at covering the spread lately, but they're covering those monster spreads there. Broncos were eliminated last week. They really have nothing to play for at this rate. That team is, you know, looking forward to next season with a new coaching regime, just hopefully a new whole look to that defense, that offense, just everything in that that team there overall. So I have no problem uh, backing the Chargers. You know, what feels like a small spread there at minus three against them there. So even if they do rest their starters, I think the Chargers have enough, especially defensively, to stave off the Broncos in this game. Well, I'll be rooting for your bet and also rooting that they don't rest all of their starters and Justin Herbert plays a good bit. Because Specifically, don't rest Justin Herbert. Yes. 235 yeah. yards. <laughs> I don't ask for much, but give mm. me this. Um, I'm also looking through. So uh, another one of my like long season bets was the Steelers and I had their season win total over with the thought process that, hey, Mike Tomlin is allergic to sub 500 seasons. Uh, Even if he doesn't have a 500 year, he could still get over that number. All he needed was eight wins. And now he's in a position where he could again be over 500 despite the struggles that this team has faced. You like the Steelers to cover the number this week against the Browns and get him over that mark. Yeah, I mean, the Browns offense has just been putrid really since Deshaun Watson has taken over like the offense not including the defense the offense is averaging just 12.6 points per game since he took over let's not forget that first game that he played against Houston that was a Cleveland Browns defensive and special team show in that one there they put up almost 30 points in that one there but Watson had almost nothing to do in that game the big thing here for me is that Watson is going to be under pressure in this game and he's going to be under pressure a lot with this Steelers pass rush in his face in the 
games that he's played so far this season, he's been under pressure on 33% of his dropbacks, the 54 that he's taken so far. In that scenario, he's completing just 34% of his pass attempts and 4.8 yards per attempt. Call me crazy, but with those type of numbers, you're not going to be winning many games, especially against a team that has a very strong pass rush. The Steelers do have a win and get in type scenario. They do need some help from the Patriots and Dolphins. They both have to lose that there, but the advantage here is that all three of those teams are playing at the one o'clock hour, so the Steelers should be playing their full complement of players in this one. If it gets out of hand, you know, in the second half, then maybe they take their starters out, but you know, they need help from the Pats, they need help from the Dolphins, but nonetheless, they do have an air, a scenario where they can still make the playoffs here, so backing them on this short number against the Browns, who, like I mentioned, has just been so bad recently, and just they just aren't a good team at all. I think this is a good spot for the Steelers. Steve, we have a, a deal where they're saying that the Bucks are going to play their starters. Of course, it's we all so know weird. how this goes. It doesn't make any one, it doesn't make any sense because they're old. Like you should like <laughs> let these guys go and yeah, I mean, seriously, like let them sit at home, let them turn on Matlock and like do whatever oh, and all the things like gosh. that. Like listen, these guys are old, they should rest. But um they say they're gonna play them. How long? I guess we shall see. So I'm guessing your look here is that we're probably gonna get a decent amount of backups. Yeah, I mean that was that should be the idea, right? Because mm-hmm. like this me- this game is meaningless to the Bucks. Like there's mm-hmm. no reason to send these guys out there. So if I'm looking to take advantage of a scenario here, it's probably going to be the under of 40 and a half points. This number actually was down as low as 37 points uh, earlier last week, but has come back up to 40. I really don't know why, but whatever. I'll take the under in this spot here. I mean, the idea is maybe they treat this like a preseason game, right? Like they have their starters go the first couple of opening series and then they turn to the backups because again they don't need to win this game doesn't matter if they win or lose but the other thing is the bucks are already the, despite playing their starters they're one of the worst teams in the league at hitting their over they're five and 11 to the over this season and they're failing to cover by an average of 4.7 points that failure to cover average there is the second highest in the league trailing only the broncos were failing to cover the over by over five points this season they're facing a Falcons team who just, again, really struggling offensively. You know, Desmond Ritter is probably the answer for their for the future, but at least right now he hasn't been that guy under center. They're only averaging 15 points per game when Ritter has taken over under center. And, and you know, to their credit, you know, the Bucks haven't been great offensively, but defensively they've been one of the better teams in the league. So I expect Ritter to really kind of struggle to get the ball downfield, and they're one of the best run defenses in the league, and Atlanta's been running the ball a ton. I think they only trail the Bears and when it comes to running plays so far this season in the league. So obviously they're going to be trying to run the ball a lot and likely with not a lot of success. All that basically means giving the under 40 and a half points in this game here. I'm glad that this number has gone back up here because we can take the under in this spot. I think this is a great spot to take that under. The NFC South has been just such a weird division all season long, obviously. Horrible. the bu- Horrible, yes. The Bucks end up winning it and have their place in the playoffs and we saw this past week Tom Brady and Mike Evans finally able to have a connection, but do you think that's that's real or is that a little bit of a fluke ish as far as them coming into the playoffs and having success 
I, I mean, I really think they're going to struggle in the playoffs. I think there's a lot of stronger teams in this playoff. But, I mean, it, you know, that's me trying to say that I, I'm doubting Tom Brady in a playoff scenario. Like, that's a dangerous thing to do even in this day of age of 2023 because the guy can still do it when he needs to do. But against a team that they did that against, the Panthers, you know, I think we have to kind of take it yeah. out of a grain of salt. Not a great team defensively, but we'll see when it comes to playoffs. It's going to be interesting for sure. Really good stuff, as always, Steve. Appreciate you. And tell your kids to be appreciative as well when they see you on the big screen, okay? Yeah, they don't care anymore. I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve Buchanan. Make sure you check him out at SBuchanan24 on Twitter. Does great work over there at DraftKings every day. When we come back, mm. I'm going to give you a good news, bad news scenario. For? For something that might be of importance to you. How about okay. that? Okay. Yeah, good See, news, bad news. I like when you tease our audience. I don't like when you tease me. Like, I got to know what we're talking about here. We're going to step aside. Don't go anywhere. More Visa and Final Countdown coming at you next. Before you make your next bet, be sure to check out vsin.com and get the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for each game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all of the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vsin's here to make you a more informed, informed. better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. See, I did that for Bam. you. I know it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Listen, we're becoming quite the team. We are it's quite the team. Dream team. Rounding out into form here. What okay. Was your, what was good your... news or bad news first? Uh, I. Are you I a good like, news or bad news? I am a good news gal. I. Okay, think. so you want good news first and then the bad news? Sure. Okay. So the good news is that Justin Herbert popped up on the injury report today with a shoulder injury. However, it is his non-throwing shoulder. And he is expected to practice in full tomorrow. That's the good news. Good okay, news. you really led that poorly. Yes, that's I'm just going to throw that out there. That that's you can't the say news. the good news is Justin Herbert is injured. You don't, you know. No, no, no. It's it was best case scenario. Yeah, it was non-throwing, it. and he's going to practice in full. But tomorrow. you should have just led with Justin Herbert is going to practice in full tomorrow. The he bad is news. on the injury report, but the bad news. Yes. When asked about them clinching the fifth seed before they even take the field. Brandon Staley said, once we find out about that game, then we will make the appropriate decisions oh. moving forward, he says. So, ow, 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 ow. That, could, uh, that could be brutal. This sucks. Yeah, it could be brutal. That was a bet I felt so confident in in the mm. preseason, too. I was like, Justin Herbert's going to sling it all year. And he has had a good statistical season, but... That, I feel hosed right now. I mean, listen, maybe the like, appropriate. Like, I don't even need, he averages 279 yards a game. I don't even need his average. Maybe the appropriate decision is lead him in and leave him in until he throws for 240 yards and then pull I him. would say that's absolutely yeah. the appropriate so decision. He just, but, says, he just says we but will Brandon make the appropriate Staley, decision. I don't know why you're not calling me. <laughs> so, mean, we got things around here, all right? to do. T-H-I-N-G-Z. That yes. we're talking about. We got some things. Here. Speaking of that, yes. we got things over in the National Hockey League. Yes, we do. The National Hockey League where we have just three games mm -hmm. 
on the slate this evening, and they are all spaced out if you want to just do that. We have a, a 408 and a 630 and a 708, and that's, of course, all Pacific time if you live in my time zone. Uh, we got the New Jersey Devils and the Detroit Red Wings as we sit currently. This is minus 165 in favor of the Devils on the road, plus 140 if you want the Red Wings at home as underdogs. We have a flat six as your total, though that is juiced to the over. Yeah, down from the six and a half. You see, it is still six and a half here at South Point, but six is largely everywhere else. This is part of the TNT double header today. I like these shorter slates. So, Devils, Red Wings, and Lightning Wild, the two national games coming up today. Detroit, they've won three of their last four games, and the goals have been a plenty. They've scored 19 over that span. New Jersey, on the flip side, they're a team that's they're struggling as of late. They've Lost three of their last five, including a wild shootout loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. And this is after such a tremendous start for this team. They opened the year 21-4-1, led the league in just about every statistical category there for a good bit. They've dropped nine of their last 11 games now. Um, so this is, this is a weird game. I don't have a side bet on it just because I don't feel like either team is particularly trustworthy right now. Um, the Devils are favored, and, and I think rightfully so, because they are the better team. Mm -hmm. They just haven't been playing better lately. And so it's, it's just one of those kind of weird feel type of things where I'm not necessarily sure which way to go. The Devils are getting healthier as well. Um, Heischer and Tatar are supposed to be available today, probably going to play motivated in the Metropolitan Division. Um, a lot of reasons to like the Devils. I see why they're favored in this spot. It's just not a real play for yeah. me. But where I do think that there could be a little bit of an advantage here is maybe actually getting it in the over, especially since it has gone down to six. In the two meetings earlier this season, Red Wings won 5-2 in one meeting. It was an early season game, October 15th. So, like, there's only so much you can take from it. Yep. Um, the Devils won 6-2 a couple weeks later. And the one thing that they have in common is that there are still multiple goals aplenty in each of those games. And, and like, both teams for the Devils specifically, it's like whether a lot of goals have been scored on them or they have been scoring a lot of goals, there have been a lot of goals in the games. So, And and one thing to point out, we don't ever talk about them here when we're talking about the NHL, but there are, again, the there are multiple markets, mm -hmm. right, out there at DraftKings if you go. There are there are alt totals. There are alt puck lines if you want to play that type of stuff. There's a 60-minute line if you want to go that direction as well. So I don't we, we don't talk about them much, but just to kind of let you know, there are other ways that you can bet these games as well. So... 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, we have the Lightning and the Wild. This is almost a coin flip, a little bit shaded towards the Wild at minus 115, minus 105 on the Lightnings. This is a 6.5, but unlike the other one, this is juiced towards the under. Yeah, Bolts played yesterday on the second half and a back-to-back, kind of like a whatever type of a win. They hit a lot of posts, but still, I mean, no problem against the Chicago Blackhawks, beat them 4-1. Short hour-and-a-half flight to St. Paul, um, and like I said, despite playing on the second half of a back-to-back, -back, not like a lot of energy exerted for them. The Wild do play well at home, but they're playing the Lightning. So mm. I get why this is a pick em type of a game here. Um, Tampa's been the more consistent team. I think this could be the game of the night, the most competitive one, certainly. A slight lean to Tampa here at this number. I think there's some value on them um, and slight lean to the under as well. I haven't officially bet this game, but you're going to have Andre Vasilevsky in net um, and Philip Gustafsson, not Flurry. I just don't anticipate a Flurry. 
of goals, even oh. with him sitting on the bench. So, yeah. Did you pre-write that one, or did that one just come to you? <laughs> that as we one were going? did come to me, All just right, because I you. knew Flurry wasn't okay. sitting. I like it. I like it. It's the little uh, things. 10:08 Eastern, 7:08 Pacific. We have the Stars and the Ducks currently. These stars are minus 210 road favorites over the Ducks, plus 180 if you want the home underdog. This is a flat six juiced towards the over. Yeah, the stars, the S's as you called them yesterday. They didn't get the win yesterday, although we did get the under in that Stars-Kings game. So they stay out there in L.A. um, after that 3-2 loss. Credit Phoenix Copley, by the way, the, the Kings goaltender. He had a really, really good night. Ducks are awful, and I stand by that. We won the other night talking about how, like, the Flyers and Ducks are both terrible, but the Ducks are worse than the Flyers uh, just like bet the puck line for Philadelphia and that ended up coming to fruition pretty easily the Ducks are really really bad um even <laughs> what's that what's that just, we're just firing on through firing. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm I'm fading the ducks as consistently uh, mm-hmm. as possible. Didn't particularly want to get involved in the puck line on this game because it is minus 140. But you talk about in the NHL, there are alternate ways to bet a lot of these things. So here's what mm-hmm. I was looking at because um, I mean he allowed five goals his last start. The Stars are one of the best offensive teams in the NHL. The Ducks are one of the worst defensive teams. I think the Stars are going to have no problem scoring goals tonight. They're over three and a half goals. You can do minus 115. There's also a race to four goals, which is a plus money price, plus 120 that you could do. Um, Dallas leads the NHL in expected goals per 60 over the last two weeks. They're top seven in goals on the season, top seven in power play goals and five on five. They've had four or more goals in three of their last five games. Anaheim has allowed four or more goals back-to-back games in and four of their last six. They average allowing 4.11 goals per game, the most by far in the NHL. So just kind of less pricey ways to bet a similar thing in this spot. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that the Stars should have a day. There are also some props I think could be interesting. I did get dogged by Rope Hints yesterday. I was not happy about his shots on goal. He had two assists in the game and just two shots on goal. So he didn't get the over. All we needed was one more. Um, But there are a few anytime goal scorers that I think are like worth a look if it's of interest for you guys. I would say hints at plus 140. Um, there's potential there. Jason Robertson, the last time that he played the Ducks earlier this season, had a hat trick, and he's been playing as, as well as can be. Um, hints, we talked about the goal scoring yesterday. Um He only had assists yesterday, but he's been scoring goals at a really, really high rate lately. Um, What I I wrote it down. Yeah, six goals in the last six games. So he's doing well. And then Joe Pavelski, another one at plus 180. He's had three or more shots on goal in five of his last seven games, but just one goal to show for it. So I think that this could be a good opportunity for him to get one between the pipes and get a win. Yeah, I I guess I should have mentioned that when I was talking about the alternate ways to, to bet these games, just like in any other game that we talk there are props as well mm. and different things like that that you can kind of go in and and, and take a look at because there are, you know, saves, shots, different things, points, things. Yeah, There's all, like, all the different you things. Can you can bet the 60-minute line in yeah. this too. So if you wanted the Stars to win by, by two goals here, it's plus 120. But if you wanted just to say, hey, the Stars are going to win in regulation. You don't want to lay the 210 price for mm-hmm. money line. Stars in regulation are minus 130, minus 135. So, like, there's a lot of just different alternate ways where you have to pay a super heavy price, mm-hmm. um, but you can bet a similar thing. I'm going to ask you about the Vesna Trophy whenever we come back over on the other side okay. of the break here and see who you think is going to win that thing. And if you don't know what it is, stick around because I'm going to tell you what it is and where it came from, who's it's named after, and why this guy is a thing. That's hysterical because in my prep for today, I looked up 
the very same things. I was looking up the awards because you asked me yesterday about the Calder. So I got the Calder. Bam! We got the Vesna from you. Nailed it. I'll give you the Lady Bing. There we it is. We got them all. That's not even a real thing. Stick around. We got a little more NHL talk, and we'll round things out here with Visa and Final Countdown. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. You can join them every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Welcome new, back. New promotions every week. Yeah. As the graphic says. Every week. New promotions every single week, which is why you continue to log in. Let me tell you something about the Vesna Trophy. Yes. It is awarded annually to the National Hockey League's goaltender who is adjusted, adjudged, sorry, 
adjudged to be the best at his position at the end of the season. This is this is this this was actually some interest an interesting bit of information for me. It is voted on by the general managers. The 32 general managers vote to determine the winner. It is in honor of Georges Vezina, who is the goaltender of the Montreal Canadiens from 1910 to 1925, unfortunately. You actually pronounce that well because it's not its not George. It's like George. Well, yeah, he's, a, he's like Montreal. He's yeah. Montreal. He's, yeah. he's French. He's a Frenchie. Um, he probably hates Americans he, or hated Americans at the time. But uh, until no 1925, unfortunately... Uh, he succumbed to uh, tuberculosis in 1926. In yep. So uh, it was first awarded in the 26-27 NHL season to the top goaltender, and then from 1946 to ni- from, and the 46-47 season all the way to 81-82, the trophy went to the goaltender with the team allowing the fewest goals, but then it became a voted-on award after that. Yes. So that's, uh, that's, so what, like- the, that's what the Vezna is all about. And honestly... I would have gotten that wrong. Who would have thought general managers would so vote on an award So it's different for different awards. Um, also, just to throw that out there, like some are voted on by like the hockey writers. And so it's, you know, similar to the NFL in that vein. But a lot of things are different. Same, same thing with um, like a lot of the trophies in general are like named after those who donated them, um, which I, I – found interesting um like the lady the lady bing award who you were like that's not a real thing that's not a real person but it is though um she was the wife of the governor of um like the general of the governor general of canada and she gave the award to like who is the most gentlemanly player in the nhl she was like a hockey fan and it was and so now basically that award is like it's like a sportsmanship mixed with the like most production, like the production mixed with sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially like whoever's the most productive po- like point getter with the fewest penalty minutes is kind of how that award shakes out. Um, so it's like, but for her, it was like the most gentlemanly, the nicest of the hockey players. The nicest. Ho- so the person who award. like didn't check you very hard into the boards and stuff <laughs> and things like that. Or like just didn't are- get, or just didn't get sent to the box for it. You know, I'm so. looking at these past winners of the Vesna, and I actually, I guess I knew more of of hockey goalies than I thought I did. <laughs> like, the, I wouldn't have get, but like Patrick Waugh, obviously I heard of, and then Dominic Hasek, and then and then Martin Brodeur, who basically they they basically traded winning this thing for like two two straight decades, essentially. Names, yeah, like yeah. yeah, they basically just traded winning this thing for like two straight. Decades. I mean, if you look down who won this, it's basically them from 87 to 2007. It's basically who won this award over and over again. Uh, as far as this year, so, you know, looking through it, Boston Bruins netminder Linus Olmark is the favorite at plus 225 right now, and rightfully so. He's only lost one game in regulation. He leads the league in save percentage, in goals against average, and goals saved above average. If voting happened today, he would be a unanimous winner, but voting doesn't happen today. We still no. have more than like half of the season to be played, but there aren't any real like indications that he or the Bruins are like poised for regression at this point. So um, he's probably going to be the favorite for a long time. He's obviously very close on the odds board though, with Ilya Sorokin of the New York Islanders. Um, he and Connor Hellebuck, who is sitting there four to one right behind him. Very, very similar numbers. So if you're trying to get one of those, shorter shots I think Hellebuck would probably be the best bet among those like top four five candidates um I mean 
Sorokin and Hellebuck specifically, very similar campaigns. Their teams um, are sitting very similar places in the, the standings, yet Sorokin's number is just a lot shorter. Their numbers in terms of like win-loss percentage, um, that's where I think Hellebuck has a good edge, 1991 compared to Sorokin's 14-12-1. and one. Um, Jake Ottinger at 12 to one. If I was looking a little bit farther down that if you like gave me money and said, you have to pick somebody that's a double digit number, I would go with Jake Ottinger of the Dallas stars as if I haven't like raved enough about the stars. I'm like back in Dallas way too much right now for somebody who's a VGK fan in the Western conference. It is what it is. He gets slightly less of a look because of how good the D is in front of him. Um, he's seeing fewer expected goals, which can hurt a goaltender's chances in that in that um, standpoint. But I think that he's got a really good chance as things play out later on um, in the season. He's the backbone of a division-leading team. So. Connor Hellebuck, your 2019-2020 mm-hmm. winner of this very award, he has won to his name. Yes. Yes. No, none of these other guys. You're d- crushing the Wikipedia. None of these other guys have um, a. None of these other guys have a win. None, well, none of them. Let's them. um, let's turn our attention here as we close out the, the last five or so minutes of the show, talking some national championship. If that's mm-hmm. okay with you, get sure. into um, a little college football here. Our guy Dave Tooley has a piece up at Veasan.com right now. With a lot of fun facts, as you like to put it, mm-hmm. a number of different uh, ATS trends that are are certainly like worth a look. And we talk so much about some trends are meaningful, some are, I mean, just happen to be what they are, mm-hmm. right? And so, looking at some of these, um, Big Twelve dogs catching more than nine points in bowl games this bowl season, fourteen and five against the spread this season, double digit favorites this bowl season, six and one straight up but two and five against the number. Um, Now, one that I thought really did come across as very interesting Mm -hmm. and meaningful to me um, in this game, TCU and Georgia, by the way, there has been a line move um, with toward TCU in this one. They were 13 and a half now sitting 12 and a half, getting 12 and a half in this game. But TCU is eight, one and one against the spread their last 12 games against elite defenses. And so by elite defenses, Tooley writes, that's teams that are allowing 17 and a half points per game or fewer this season. There is no defining feature more evident on the Georgia Bulldogs than how stout that defense is. They allow 14.8 points per game on the season, but they have appeared vulnerable at times. We saw that in the semifinal game against Ohio State. Um, We saw it. And granted, I mean, vulnerable in the SEC championship game against LSU. It's not like they were ever in doubt of losing that game. They no, still allowed 30 points in the game. They did, so. uh, but there was a lot of garbage time in that game yeah. as well. Like, I mean, that's that's the other thing, right? It's like there's – that's the only problem I have with, with these stats and things like that is like, I mean, you don't know how much garbage time is all like, – that's why we can filter out some of this stuff with some of these other, like, advanced metric things that we can do where we can, like, filter out garbage time. We can filter out, yeah. like, you know – and so – this, like I said, this trend though specifically, I thought was interesting because TCU is a very explosive offense, mm-hmm. and they've had success against the spread against really good defenses too. I don't know how many really good defenses they would actually have played over the course of the season. Um, that's another one of the questions, I guess, that we would kind of be looking at here. I mean, listen, I'm not doubting TCU because I thought, look, I thought Michigan would just roll right through them. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like I thought Michigan would just go right through this team. I thought that that being on the other side of a touchdown, though, was what kept me off, fortunately. (laughs) Thank goodness, Mm -hmm. because it was on the other side of a touchdown. If it had been at six and a half, I probably would have bet Michigan and obviously would have lost and everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, the the Georgia talent level here, now the the talent gap 
is is unmistakable, right? I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I think the coaching staff thinks St. Dykes is going to have this TCU team ready to go. But sometimes in college football, just the better players just win, right? I mean, like they just rise to, to, to the occasion. There's the other thing about these bowl games that is at least a little bit interesting when it comes to, comes to this. And I'm not, again, not discounting what TCU did against Michigan. You have multiple weeks to prepare for one team. And then you have, and then you have and to turn around and put, yes. Yeah. And then you have a week to prepare for the other team, right? Like we see this a lot, right? I mean, these games where these bowl teams come out and like either the super good teams, Alabama, for example, this past year, everyone wants to talk about how a down season Alabama has. Everybody was on Kansas state in that game. And then Alabama comes out and just beats them down, right? Like when you have multiple weeks for these good teams to prepare and then sometimes these dogs like have multiple weeks to kind of pick out little vulnerabilities in some of these teams and all of that. And then you got to come back and play on a week's notice and you don't have all of that time to prepare. And I think it does kind of shrink the, the basically the range of outcomes at least a little bit because the cream, I think at that point, at least has a little bit more opportunity. So are you in the thought process then that Georgia, because of that is just going to have like a dominant performance. They're going to out physical TCU, that type of a situation. Or do you think that this number, like, I mean, clearly the betting public so far has gotten involved on TCU yeah. thinking that numbers maybe just a little bit too big. Now it's under 13. If I had to play this game, which of course we don't have to play yes. any game, but if I had to, and someone gave me, Hey Matt, here's a free a hundred Canadian dollars. And you get to bet on this game. I'm going to give you 50 toonies. I would, I would, I would lay the 12 and a half with Georgia. Nobody loves Canadian currency in America quite like Matt Brown, but yeah, it certainly does feel like a David and Goliath type of a game on paper. We'll see if TCU can pull that one out. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month. No matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime, catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on A&E crime central crave adventure, explore Asian action movies on Hayah. searching for something extreme. Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on fuel TV. Plus the global home of action sports and find crowd pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of the global story over the last 25 years. I've covered conflicts in the middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC, wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.